welcome to the Self-Remembrance Podcast. This podcast is a sacred space for you to receive embodied wisdom. This is Megan Armstrong, your host and CEO of Self-Remembrance. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. Let's fly. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode on the Self-Remembrance Podcast. Y'all, I'm so excited. You know, I've been doing a lot of solo episodes this season, but we finally have another gorgeous, gorgeous guest here on the show. Portia Bazani is here with us, y'all. She is a professional astrologer and spiritual mentor whose mission is to align with divine purpose by way of astrology and esoteric teachings. She aims to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. As she has been studying and practicing astrology for over 15 years, y'all, and acquired a BA in astronomy, Portia has an insatiable desire to not only uncover and connect with the deep mysteries of the universe, but also to share her discoveries with those who are seeking to expand their consciousness. Y'all, I've been connecting with Portia's work for the last few years online. Her energy is so potent, so powerful. Her wisdom is so deep, and I'm so excited for you to receive from her today. Portia, love, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello, beautiful people. So happy to be here. (laughs) Me too. I'm so excited you're here. And as always, as we open up our episodes, we're going to take a few moments just to ground in with some breaths. So for those of you who are listening, just take a moment. Maybe set down whatever you are experiencing doing right now. Maybe there's an opportunity for you to soften down your eyes and allow yourself to sink deeper into this present moment as you allow the next deep breath in to flow in through your nose. Now maybe let the next sigh of an exhale roll off the tongue and out of the mouth. Deeply breathe in, feel that breath open and expand you. Exhale, feel it ground you deeper and deeper into this present moment. One more time, take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out, welcoming yourself into this space to receive beautiful divine embodied wisdom from this gorgeous connection that is about to unfold in front of us. So y'all, in one of the last podcast episodes, the Becoming the Medicine Woman, I talked a lot about my own journey within my own Saturn return, which I've been in the height of for the last year or so. I feel like I'm on my way up and out of it, thank goodness, but I've also been loving it at the same time. And so many of you had reached out to me on Instagram and said, I want to learn more about this. I want to hear more about this. And it felt so aligned to bring Portia onto the show, someone who is so well-versed in this wisdom, this knowledge. And I'm just so excited to, for her to just, just pour into y'all and what this really, this astrological experience is about. So Portia, just to open it up, open the show, open you into the space as you're hearing all of this, just what's landing, what's alive for you as we start to come into this connection? 
Well, I just want to say that I am truly feeling all of you all that are having your Saturn return <laughs> at this time because this has just been a very like intense, dynamic, transformative, you know, period in our lives collectively. And so to really experience a Saturn return um, in Aquarius, it's just like very powerful and very deep and even like timely. There's just been, you know, we'll discuss to Saturn and Aquarius and really this major shift that's happening within the collective. And it's just, I'm just feeling and thinking of all of you that are having just this like great transition and like this full cycle coming into completion with, with Saturn. And mm-hmm. it's just, I'm so excited to talk about it. It's, it's amazing. And it's like, it is intense. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's Saturn's energy. And personally, I've learned to love Saturn. Saturn's very dominant in my own personal astrology, my own birth chart. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, again, very timely that we're um, having this chat, especially after that full moon in Aquarius, which was like a catalyst for some deep, transformation and accelerated just like alignment with with your path and divine purpose. Oof, I just got full body shows like that. Yeah. That has happened. Like I feel that in my own life so powerfully. So I'm like, oh yes, yes, yes. So uh beautiful, beautiful love. Why don't we start like from a very foundational place? Like for those of us maybe who are like, okay, I'm hearing this word Saturn return. Like what is that? Like could you could you bring words and context to what a Saturn return is. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to back it up even more to just like Saturn and astrology and what that actually means, because it's really good to get a key understanding of, you know, the key qualities of what this symbolizes in your birth chart. And as you mentioned in my intro, I seek to combine that that science and spirituality. I have, you know, my formal education in astronomy and here I'm practicing astrology. Mm-hmm. And so I like to look at back at those physical aspects um, of, of the planet. And so we first look at the fact that Saturn is the last planet that you could actually see with a visible eye. Mm-hmm. And so that really brings forth that definition or boundaries or just like even that physical, the boundary between the physical and say the spiritual or the unseen. And so one of those key qualities of Saturn is the ability to assign definitions, to assign boundaries. Mm -hmm. And as well with that, there is the beautiful ring systems of Saturn. Saturn is just a gorgeous planet. If you see it in, you know, just observing, looking through a telescope, even you can actually see the rings and it's amazing. It's gorgeous. And those rings really bring to mind the concept of cycles Mm -hmm. and the concept of time. And that is a big quality of what Saturn represents. Saturn wants, you know, mastery. Saturn is about the cycles and what you're learning over time, the ability to be disciplined and just just the concept of time in itself. Mm-hmm. And then there's ability to learn from those lessons, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what brings forth the mastery. That's what brings forth the ability to hold authority in what it is you're here, you know, to do at, as far as your divine purpose. Mm-hmm. And so when we think about the Saturn return, the Saturn, Saturn basically completes one full cycle around the sun in about 28, 29 years. Mm -hmm. And so that is a really intense long cycle. 
And that cycle is of, it's a maturation cycle, right? That's when you really enter adulthood. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not 18, it's not 21. It's <laughs> it's your Saturn <laughs> return because you're faced with so many things come forth that it's really having you question your purpose here. Mm-hmm. And Saturn, again, with those cycles, with the time, and there's a connection to ancient teachings, ancient wisdom, your ancestral roots, your spiritual roots, that all comes full circle. And you're brought forth with those deeper questions of like, okay, like, what am I really doing here? What's my purpose? How do I move forward? Am I happy with where I'm at? There's just a lot of review. There's a lot of discernment. And really, there's also this... um, this guidance to like release belief systems that have kept you in say limitation or that have brought forth delays, because that's a thing too, with, with Saturn, it can come forth as, you know, presenting limitations or delays. And that's that feeling of you still have to learn something or it's not time yet. You're not ready yet. That's a big, big theme with, with uh, Saturn is like that time and wanting to get things done, you know, well and accurately. Mm-hmm. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. I feel like I let, and I love that you started with the planet and just like the physical aspects of the planet, and then how that, you know, energetically is starting to speak to this experience of having the Saturn return and how it is affected into our own lives. So there's this intensity to it. I mean, that's how I experienced mine. And like, even as I connected with other friends, and I was like, you went through your side return. Like, how was it for you? And they were like, a little crazy. <laughs> so I would love to, for you to speak into that, just like energetically, how that impacts us as, as human beings and, and also, you know, rituals and best practices to really hold ourselves in that deeply transformative time. Yeah. So, you know, when you think of well, Saturn cycles tend to happen in a period of, or you break them down into like a seven year period. So that number seven, it correlates to Saturn Mm -hmm. and that vibration of seven is also that vibration of like that discernment, that path towards truth. Um, also like that mastery element, but there's also like a hidden mystery that you're, that you're wanting to connect with or yeah, that divine path. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my, the way I, connect with astrology and just any of my practices, I, again, those cycles of time, I definitely feel that it gets complicated because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I feel like time is all like all happening at the same time, but I do, you know, resonate with past lifetimes and previous Mm -hmm. lifetimes and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And so there's some purpose here. Like I do feel that we chose to, um, you know, come here and learn some sort of lesson or expand, create, do all of the things. Mm -hmm. And there's some purpose, some underlying purpose here that we are wanting to, um, you know, achieve or execute or live upon. And so with that Saturn, Saturn cycle, that is, you know, that's what you're working towards and that, Mm -hmm. that is the discipline. But again, that element of time Mm -hmm. and that element of even like ancestral connections, Mm um, you know, that is where the intensity happens because you're releasing also like karmic 
things, right? That karma is is also a word that's associated with Saturn a lot. And so, as I said, there's the seven-year patterns or seven-year cycles, right? Mm-hmm. So that first, every seven years, there, there might be some kind of revelation that occurs or there might be mm-hmm. some kind of like insight or truth that is given that will help you to further along within your purpose. And so usually, you know, it's said that between birth and seven years old, that's when those conditioning, mm-hmm. that in, those energetic imprints are placed, right? Or established. Mm-hmm. And so within that first seven years, you can possibly point to something like some, you know, some kind of event. It's always something I feel with with Saturn that is honestly pretty heavy, right? It's really intense, deep lessons. And so you can kind of get insight into your purpose if you think about what was coming up for you back then, because Saturn really is, there's like a, there's like a, a trauma signature with Saturn as well, right? There's just like, I don't know what it is, but there's, it's like the lesson, right? There's so much that you can learn more so from pain mm-hmm. and suffering and those things that we hold on to emotionally even that have that energetic imprint mm. and that Saturn is really helping us to break through those limitations. Like there's something there that is going to help us to serve even in the greater collective. And I can even get into, you know, Saturn as far as the rulerships with the signs. We have Capricorn mm. and then Saturn also rules uh, Aquarius. I, I come from like more of a traditional perspective on astrology. So I use traditional mm-hmm. rulerships, Hellenistic. And so Saturn and Capricorn, Capricorn is really about keeping that comfort, keeping mm-hmm. things, you know, status quo. And this is like, it's very um, exclusive, right? Like this is my my community. This is my, my society. Mm-hmm. And then you get Saturn's rulership with Aquarius, where Aquarius is like seeing beyond that small community is how can we be more inclusive? How do we expand these boundaries or dissolve the boundaries? And it's it's that visionary aspect. Like this is what we can create that's better serving for society. So it's mm-hmm. all about boundaries, right? And so I guess the next question was um, how to navigate this energy. And really i feel with saturn it's so, it's all about discernment mm-hmm. and it's all about taking it moment to moment because we're really breaking through some really deep uh conditioning mm-hmm. and so i feel like the best way the best way i navigate with saturn yeah is is like it is discernment it is mm-hmm. kind of getting some clear structure but also bringing in the the ability to be adaptable and to flow because that like you need that balance right because that's saturn can get really stuck and tricky mm-hmm. when you're not flowing or you can get really stubborn and stuck in place um, and not wanting to evolve. And that's the goal is is to evolve, right? So we have to push past those limitations of the physical reality and therefore moving forward, getting touch with the unseen mm-hmm. and connecting with those deeper mysteries that are really within. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Ooh, I just feel like you like dropped so many <laughs> things right there. Like, and as you were speaking, you know, especially about the seven-year cycle. As you were speaking about that, I was like going in through my own timeline of my life and I was like seven years old, like, mm, yep, okay, trauma there. And then at 14, oh, yep, there was another trauma there. And like, you know, and just seeing how those moments in my life, though, 
are such foundational teachers and how they've created this story of becoming in my own divine path. And so, you know, for y'all who are listening right now, maybe pause, take a moment and just feel and and kind of close your eyes and just like go through the your own timeline of your life and just kind of think of that seven-year cycle of okay, what was, what's been happening? What are some, some themes? What are some things that have been coming through and how is that now informing your life right now? And even whether you're in your Saturn return, you're about to go into it, you've already been in it, you know, how, how it's, it's all informing, you know? Um, and then within that, I love how you speak into this um, discernment with Saturn and within the Saturn return in that powerful portal and just, allowing yourself to open and be in flow. I feel one of the most um, supportive things that I did for myself when I knew I was going into this powerful portal and initiation was I have another friend who's an astrologer and I had a reading with her and she read my chart and she said, okay, these are some themes that are going to be coming alive within your Saturn return. And here's some information and nothing is definite. Everything is flexible. Everything is moving, but just to have some high level information, I was able to open myself up more. I was able to lean into those edges that I was like, I don't really want to do that. (laughs) I don't really (laughs) want, you know, um, and, and the more that I was flexible and just listened and, and allowed myself to open and move and be in flow and in divine connection with the universe and my guides and really allowing them to guide me as well. You know, there was some intensity, but really it was fucking beautiful. It was so beautiful. The last two years that I've experienced. And so, um, it's just, it's such a, it's so powerful. And I would love if anything is coming through for you and just hearing that I have like another question that's like kind of percolating, but just from that, Mm -hmm. if anything is kind of, um, arriving for you. Yeah. Just really quickly. I feel that, you know, it's all about how you approach, you know, these cycles and where you are vibrationally, Mm -hmm. um, that will also help you to just navigate the energy, you know, in the best way possible. So if you're someone who is really connected to your inner guidance, if you are doing that spiritual work, shadow work, all of the things, more than likely, you know, you'll get a higher vibrational manifestation of it. Like it's still, it will still be challenging, but you are, you're already using those, you know, resources to, you know, evolve and mature and work your energy in the best way possible. But if you're on the other side where, you know, you're possibly not, you know, doing that spiritual work as you should be, or you're just maybe in denial or not wanting to change or like basically in a state of resistance, Mm -hmm. then that can be when it's really, really challenging. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, that's been one of the things for me personally, just with astrology, it's, you know, it does bring up questions of fate and free will a lot. (laughs) And I've had a whole like crazy, like, questioning my belief system and what's really real and like, you know, is everything predetermined? Um, But when I think about that, it's the ability to work with the divine Mm -hmm. to create, you know, and move and flow with that, with the energy and everything that that's the waves essentially in the cycles, everything that's coming through. Yes. That is so powerful. That's like, who y'all just like receive that and just kind of, again, like do a little check-in with yourself. Where are you at right now? How can you call in a deeper presence 
with your your inner world, your within your shadow work, within your spiritual work, um, your embodiment work, whatever it is. And and yeah, truly all of those rituals and practices support us in in so many ways. Mm. So I know that you in the beginning you were talking about, you know, those who are experiencing this right now, like to be experiencing this time of Saturn return in the Aquarian age is like, you're like, whoa, like that's even like another layer. And I, you know, I would love for you to speak into that and maybe even just giving some context of like, what is the Aquarian age for those of us who may be newer to this? Yeah. So the, I mean, it, it goes really, really deep, but mm-hmm. just to keep it <laughs> simple and brief, the Aquarian age is essentially we're coming out of the Pisces age, right? So it's all about these celestial cycles. And so moving, and it actually deals with the procession of the earth or the wobble of the earth. So it actually moves backwards or in, in the Zodiac, right? So we go from Pisces to Aquarius and it happens every 26,000 years. And of course, it's really hard to pinpoint an exact time of when this shift happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of astrologers and spiritual practitioners and so forth, you know, speculate that we've entered it or we're entering it. We're definitely in the in-between. We can already, mm-hmm. you know, we're in between phases, right? We can all collectively feel that. Mm-hmm. But what was really significant um, recently was one when Saturn moved into Aquarius. And as I said, Saturn is the traditional ruler of Aquarius. And what that means is that it is at home in that sign. And mm-hmm. that means it's very strong. So the intentions of Saturn are flowing, you know, it, it's in flow, right? It, it, there's not much resistance to what it's trying to accomplish. And when I think about Saturn and Aquarius, you know, thinking about Aquarius, Aquarius is the visionary. Aquarius is able to, of course, see outside the box and it has, you know, its ideals about what is better serving for a community, or it's more about expanding through those, those limitations and definitions to include everyone. And so, and, and, you know, everyone can basically fly their freak flag and, and it's all about that intentional community, humanitarian efforts, connecting back with the planet. You know, we all know like the Aquarius vibe, right? <laughs> and so having Saturn move into that sign was very powerful, but then we had very shortly after that Jupiter moved into Aquarius and there was that great conjunction of Saturn and and Jupiter. Mm-hmm. And that essentially, and I, I should know the dates offhand, but I want to say it was December 9th. Yeah, it was December 2019. It was like right around the solstice, the winter solstice. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a major shift in the collective consciousness. That was a point in which when you when you think about planets aligning, essentially in the same space time mm-hmm. that begins a new cycle it's a great mm-hmm. initiation mm-hmm. that so we have that but then all so it started a 20 year cycle but then it also started a 200 year cycle where there's a focus on the element of air so there's ideas there's communication there's information things of that nature dealing with you know the, the element of air right mm-hmm. and so that People, a lot of people will point to that as the beginning of the age of Aquarius, but that was just really a big shift into what I point to as like the new earth or creating the new earth or visualizing that and begin to really change the way we see technology, the way we utilize technology, you know, change and balance the energies of how we connect with the earth, all of these Aquarian ideals. Yeah. Okay. And Saturn creating that structure and definition around that. Jupiter is is what we consider to be a benefic planet in traditional astrology, meaning that it 
essentially does good, right? That's its its purpose. And so with Jupiter, it is good fortune, it's abundance, it's mm-hmm. fertility, just bringing in really good heavenly body vibes to, you know, what our experience is here right now. And so I definitely felt a lot of people in general, we've seen waking up, we've seen major transitions. Shortly after that conjunction, we Mm -hmm. entered a pandemic where there's like no going back to the way we knew life to be. Essentially, Mm -hmm. we have to adapt, we have to change, we have to really start to work in alignment with the planet and so Mm -hmm. many things. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely have witnessed a lot of people being called to finally step into their divine purpose, step into their authenticity. And mm-hmm. so when I see <laughs> you all having a Saturn return, which is already that full cycle coming into completion and starting anew of literally stepping into divine purpose, questioning mm-hmm. what your role is here in this experience, what you're meant to do, what's your authority, what's your power, you know, and I'm like my first, when I started, um, doing all of this professionally, which was like about six years ago, my little slogan was like, you're not here to pay bills and die. You know, like where there's something bigger, like we shouldn't be living life like this. And I have an Aquarius son. So, you know, I vibe with that. And that's literally that, that Saturn, you know, Saturn return is just like, it's kind of stepping into your greatness and it's not easy. You're shedding a lot of trauma. And so yeah, that is essentially, I would say that that really important significance. I just think people, individuals who are having their Saturn return right now is just like you, I feel like you all have like a really big role in what, in moving forward. We all do, but those, I don't know. I've been thinking about it a lot recently. I was just mm-hmm. Saturn and Aquarius, man, with everything else going on, the eclipses, you know, in the fixed sign, it's like your Saturn is getting hit from so many angles. Mm-hmm. And um, I will say that while your Saturn, you know, return. So basically it's exactly when the transiting Saturn hits your Saturn to the exact degree. That's that point of the return, Mm -hmm. you know, depending on retrograde cycles, you might have to revisit it, back it up, you know, and move forward again. So you might get hit three times, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. but I, I do feel that those of you who have Saturn return in Aquarius, like that chapter will more than likely not feel closed until Saturn moves, moves into Pisces in mm-hmm. March. So even if you've already had Saturn move past your Saturn or align with your Saturn, you're probably going to still feel really sensitive and triggered and just all of this upheaval while Saturn's just transiting Aquarius in general. Mm. Um, so yeah, but you know, that like <laughs> coming out on the other side, just like, wow, I can do anything. yes and that's and i the the peak of my return because it just it cycled through once it was in march this year 2022 and i just it was like and then of course like the ripple effect after that and i feel like like i was explaining earlier and like speaking into of like i feel like i'm moving like up and out but i also feel this like deep sensitivity so i i love that you're speaking into that as well of just like mm-hmm. the timing of things and and how things are moving and whoo it's powerful <laughs> yeah it's it's heavy and um, i i want to also share because you mentioned uh 
about relating, I think, uh, to the Saturn cycle or just like, oh, you had a reading Mm -hmm. and knowing, getting that understanding kind of, you know, obviously guided you and helped you navigate the energy. And I will say, when we think about the Saturn cycle, what we're really looking at is the Saturn's, you know, from an astronomical perspective, it's the Saturn's relationship, you know, to the sun. Mm-hmm. And so you can take that to your birth chart with that that same insight and look at how Saturn in your chart relates to your sun sign. Mm-hmm. And, you know, is that, are they having, are they in a comfortable relationship? Are they in a creative connection or... My son and my my Saturn's in Scorpio. My sun signs in Aquarius, and so by nature, Sat or Scorpio and Aquarius are in conflict. It's what we call mm-hmm. a square. So really dynamic, really confrontational and challenging. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely had a very <laughs> intense Saturn return. Like within, as I said, with the Saturn return, it's like twenty eight to twenty twenty nine thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, I got married at 28 and got divorced by the end of my Saturn. Like I was coming out of my Saturn return or I think Saturn was moving into Sagittarius. Like, so Mm -hmm. it was like, and it was definitely that relationship was was karmic. Mm -hmm. Like it was just, it was a clean ending. It it wasn't like it was on, we dated and we got married. And then, you know, it was like we had to get married and have that contract and, you know, experience Mm -hmm. that. And then it was like, okay, we've already done what we did and now we're moving forward. Mm-hmm. And it was really heavy. It was really intense, but it was just like very clean. And I always refer to that. I was like, wow, there was something that I karmically completed there yeah. um, along with a few other things. And so, you know, getting some insight, of, of course, I'm an astrologer, I'm going to say this, but getting insight into your birth chart, there's so many different keys, insights of wisdom. It's your own, you know, light language personal to you. And so when you look at how Saturn and, you know, the sun are connected, how they relate, that'll give you insight because that sun sign essentially is divine intelligence. Like that's, Mm -hmm. you know, how I look at it for you specifically. And so being able to connect with that divine intelligence as Mm -hmm. you're navigating with this uh, cycle of maturation and coming into really like, you know, adulthood or that initiation into adulthood it's, you know, it's very powerful just to have that, that guidance. Mm. Thank you, love. Yes, yes, yes. I, I wanted to, and I'm so glad you're moving, like guiding us in this direction, because I, I know that you had said like in our previous connection before we hit record, like that Saturn has been such a teacher for you and is so like present in your life right now and in the teachings and like, yeah, is there anything else that wants to come through around that with yeah. when it comes to your own life, your own teachings, what you're holding space for with your clients, whatever that may be? Yeah, so it's it's really interesting how it's all unfolded for me personally as mm-hmm. recently I had a chat with another astrologer and he just mentioned we were talking about just, you know, my astrology for a second. He was like, "Oh yeah, you know, you have Saturn just Saturn can also point to um like late blooming or success at a later time or yeah, just delayed success or some, something of that nature. And that's literally been my life. Like I graduated college when I was 30, you know, I didn't really, I, I feel like six years ago, I fully started, you know, my career quote unquote. And, you know, I have friends that are very successful and, you know, have their careers and went to college and all of those things right after high school. And it's like, I was always like kind of moving kind of slow and just catching up. And so when I, thought about it, 
you know, I have a lot of planets in Capricorn. My moon's in Capricorn, so that's already ruled by Saturn. Mm-hmm. I have Aquarius Sun, so that's ruled by Saturn. And then I have uh, my ascendant, if you all are familiar with astrology. My rising sign is Scorpio. And I have Saturn right at my my ascendant, right on that horizon, which any planet, if you have a planet on the ascendant or very close, mm-hmm. that's one of your most dominant planets. And that's a planet that you're most like, or yeah, it's something that describes mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've been really connecting to as well is the concept of time and cycles and the ancient uh, connection to Saturn, the esoteric teachings, and I just go back in time. I feel like I live back in like ancient times, <laughs> like at, at this point in my life, because I'm always like wanting that knowledge and those teachings of ancient Egypt, of ancient Greece. You know, the the astrology that I have landed on and is home for me is Hellenistic, which goes back to it, it is the the astrology practice in the ancient Greco-Roman times. So that's first century like BCE. Mm-hmm. And I've learned evolutionary, I've learned modern, you know, astrology and I kind of synthesize most of that, but my my heart and my foundation is in the those ancient teachings mm-hmm. and I really resonate with ancient Egypt. So my point is that I really bring forth these ancient teachings, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to like timing with rituals and using astrology and how to choose auspicious timings mm-hmm. and just working with that that energy, working with your own personal astrology. I really bring that into my consultations with clients and mm-hmm. it's really beginning to take a life of its own, which mm-hmm. is amazing. But when I thought about it just recently, I was like, wow, this is very Saturn. I am such a Saturn person, which is funny (laughs) because the Aquarius part of me is like, no, not tradition, not, you know, we want to move forward, but it's, it's also about that timeless energy. So it's like Mm -hmm. bringing the, the, the ancient or the past into the future and making that all like that present energy. So Mm -hmm. really interesting. That's so powerful. And I feel it's so like, yes, while we're in this Aquarian age and with you being in that Aquarius energy, like there is that we want to be this like visionary and and look to the future. But I feel like there's such an importance to holding ancient, like deep wisdom and, and really, I, I love how you're, you're creating that bridge. It sounds like within your work and, and how you also, allow this beautiful language to, you know, um, really hold your life. And, and what I'm hearing in that is that your, your life is an expression of your work and your work is an expression of your life. And there's no, there's no boundary, right? It's like, it's you. And I feel that's such a, like, that's how it's meant to be. That's how it's meant to be. And you're talking about the divine path, right? And how, You've been witnessing, we've been witnessing more and more people really devote themselves to their divine path. And we don't have to create these boxes for ourselves. We can just be in this more fuller expression. We can create the life we truly desire. And like, yeah, it's, it's so beautiful. Mm. Yeah. When you say it like that, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I do. Like people, you know, I definitely live in that spiritual realm mm-hmm. uh, constantly. And I just, it's just nice to be connected. And I feel that's, you know, what we're moving towards hopefully is just reconnecting because we have all of that within. Mm-hmm. And I definitely feel that Saturn 
plays a really, I, I definitely look at Saturn as an amazing teacher. It's a hard teacher. You know, there are hard lessons, but Saturn is like, no, we're going to do this well. We want mastery. And so it's yeah. discerning, you know, through all of these experiences and discerning our connection to the physical world and what mm-hmm. that even means. Mm-hmm. And then tapping into our inner knowing to just work our purpose. It's like hard to even put into words, but it's, it's, it's amazing. Mm, Beautiful. Is there anything else that you're feeling called to drop in based off of anything we've connected about, or even something like new that's coming in for you right now that you feel would be just so nourishing for those who are listening? Yeah. I mean, this has been really, really difficult, challenging, but very interesting times, <laughs> um, for lack of better words, I guess. And what I want to speak to is again, the Saturn in Aquarius, I- I'm just like so excited to see how the journey unfolds and how this wave of individuals kind of step into their personal power, because that's even thinking about the generation, right? This is a part of the millennial generation. I'm a part of the millennial generation. I'm on the the other end, probably like the like beginning of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like our generation is interesting because we're just, you know, and you can point to Pluto and Scorpio. So I'm going to throw that in there too, but we're just the generation that is just like, nope, that stops. That ends here. Like we're not taking that, you know, trauma. Mm-hmm. We're not taking that conditioning, all of those limitations. We're not mm-hmm. moving forward with that. We're, we're stopping it and we're really creating new intentional community, new ways of being and being very inclusive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I see that the Saturn and Aquarius, there's some lead role that, that, you guys are stepping into. I don't know. It's it's amazing. Um, but I do want to point to the fact of of balance. I think mm-hmm. balance is really important, especially when navigating the Saturn energy, because Saturn, I'm sorry, I'm and I'm thinking about Capricorn, but mm-hmm. Saturn again, as I said, it, it's all about that the structure and the definitions mm-hmm. and really the goal is in itself to just keep things comfortable, keep things flowing naturally. But with that Saturn influence, again, there can be some um, bringing forth levels of delays or limitations or like, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Mm -hmm. You know, what we call imposter syndrome. And so I want to bring light to that because it's Mm -hmm. important to bring in that that opposite end of the perspective. And that would be that sun the sun sign the sun sign and even like the leo archetype of really just looking into yourself and connecting to that inner strength and just really just being your authentic self and just trusting yourself and tapping into self validation because by doing that you're going to like really connect to your own inner light and that's going to radiate without and people are going to attract to you and you're going to align with those that you are meant to align with. And then you'll have the the, the desire and the inspiration to share. And mm-hmm. I feel that, you know, because there's so much of purpose and mm-hmm. career even with Saturn. And then again, that imposter syndrome is like, okay, now I feel all of this and I want to do this, but then I'm just like afraid to step into that. So 
Capricorn and Saturn, there's a not uh, like not wanting to be vulnerable kind of Mm -hmm. energy. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to bring attention to that um, because that's also something that can come up during that Saturn return is just, Mm -hmm. you know, that imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you just have to, at this point, we need you. (laughs) So we're like, please just, you know, just be who you are. And that's definitely that Aquarian age vibe is just being Mm -hmm. you like fly Mm -hmm. your freak flag. There's a place for everyone and we can all shine together. Mm, I love that so deeply. And even as you were like speaking into this, like I was feeling into just anyone who's listening right now, like whether where you're at with your Saturn return, where you're at just like from a generational perspective, like we're we're in the Aquarian age and like this is your permission slip. This is your invitation that we're in this this place where if you are feeling that urge to come into a deeper expression of yourself, into deeper authenticity, into deeper vulnerability, that the invitation is on the altar. And yes, it's going to feel edgy. Yes, it's, you're going to feel like, and that imposter syndrome might come in and just like, it's going to feel uncomfortable, but you're meant to be in this expression at this point. And so this is the invitation that's here for you, wherever you are in your beautiful life and your your life experience. Um, this is here for all of us. Like that, that's just like, as you were speaking, that dropped in. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That feels so... So good. Mm. Anything else, love? Any final closing things? Yeah, I just, a closing, I guess, message would be to, as you always say, just breathe. Mm. (laughs) Breathing is key and just trusting yourself. And yeah, you, you got this, you know, Saturn, Saturn's intense, but it just wants us to learn Mm -hmm. from previous lessons and from previous cycles and, you know, just take your time with, with the energy and just, you know, have compassion Mm -hmm. for yourself and, and breathe. I, whenever I feel my body getting tense or I feel some resistance, I'm just like, (laughs) stop. (laughs) And I, I breathe. So I guess that would be it. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Let's all take a breath together. Let's let it all soak in. Mm. Take a deep breath in. Nice exhale out. Amazing. Well, love, I would love for the listeners to know how, like, how can they find your work? How can they connect with you deeper? Um, and, And just experience your magic in a more even like intimate way. Yeah, so I feel I'm most active on Instagram, and that will be at Urania underscore universe. So U R A N I A underscore universe, mm-hmm. and I'm really active in the stories. I might not post that much on you know the main feed, but mm-hmm. stories is like I use that as kind of like a vlog. So you'll see when I'm journaling, you'll see you know what's coming up for me, or I might you know pull an oracle card for the day. Mm-hmm. I just integrate everything and just share. It's really easy. I feel the story is really easy. And then on my YouTube channel, which is Urania Universe, I every week I upload a co- what I call Cosmic Climate, which is weekly insight into just the cosmic climate, the energy coming through. Again, I pull oracle cards and tarot cards sometimes as well. And so I also share, you know, any teachings, any findings that I come across, and I'm going to be doing more of that as time moves on. And then you can check out my website, uraniauniverse.com, which that's where you can book readings with me, consultations. You know, I do also mentoring, whatever it is. Like I 
I've been doing all of the things. So <laughs> we can definitely connect and just dig deep in, in everything, all the spiritual teachings, not all of them, but you know what I mean? Like going deep <laughs> with spirituality and astrology. <laughs> so yeah, that's where you can find me. Oh, I love it. And all of that is going to be linked down in the show notes, you guys, so that you have just easeful access to click the links, go to Portia's beautiful pages. Yes. I also love to use stories in that way of just like yeah. a vlog. I love that. It's a beautiful way of storytelling. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much, so much love for just your time, your energy, your presence, all of the work you have been doing up until this point in this lifetime and past lives to like be here in this moment with us to deliver this potent, ancient, beautiful wisdom. It is truly such a gift. I'm just so, so grateful for you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was amazing. I was so excited when you reached out. I was like, yes, like <laughs> let's do this. This was, it was great. Thank you. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Of course. All right, loves. Let's just take two more deep rounds of breath to just like really seal all of this magic and beauty in. If you want to take a moment, just to kind of sink a little bit deeper into your seat or wherever you are experiencing life right now and take a deep breath in and let everything land. Exhale. Inhale. Mm, exhale. Thank you everyone. Hello, hello, loves. As this episode comes to a close, I would love to bring an invitation to the altar for you to receive deep body-based quantum healing. Warrior of the Heart is now open with three spots in October 2022. This is an intimate one-on-one -on -one journey with me to dive deep into body-based quantum healing so that you can transform your life on a cellular level. We're in this container for two months together, and it's truly some of the most transformative work I've ever facilitated. The link is down in the show notes for you to take a look and feel if this offering is calling to you. And if it is, I would be so more than honored to support you on your journey. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. To learn more about self-remembrance offerings and join our community, follow us on Instagram at self-remembrance. Big gratitude to our soundscape artist, Terry Griffin, for the musical genius at the top and bottom of this episode. This is Megan Armstrong, and until next time, sending you power, presence, and self. -love.